Welcome to Agriculture In-Depth, presented by Kimball Livestock Exchange and by Sioux Nation in Fort Pier. I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra. My guest is U.S. Department of Agriculture Midwest Climate Hub Director Dr. Dennis Toddy. We'll talk about a new interactive online freeze date tool after this. Cattlemen, when you're looking to buy and sell cattle, look no further than Kimball Livestock Exchange in Kimball, South Dakota. At Kimball Livestock Exchange, you'll find cattlemen working for cattlemen with a sale every Tuesday. If you can't make it to the barn, you can watch the sale live on Cattle USA. Visit KimballLivestockExchange.com to view upcoming sale information. For more sale information or to consign, call the barn at 605-778-6211, Chad at 605-870-0697, or Wade at 605-730-1801. Remind us, Dr. Toddy, when we're talking about a USDA climate hub, what are we talking about? What's, what sort of work do you all do? We are federal, as the name says. We sit in, in part of the USDA called the Agricultural Research Service, and there are 10 hubs nationally that cover the country. Five sit in, in the ARS, the Ag Research Service, and five are led by Forest Service to, to blanket the whole country. And our job is to work regionally with the wide variety of agricultural issues, agricultural systems, um, crops, whatever, forestry systems, whatever it is, to help deal with the wide range of weather and climate issues from near-term issues like drought and other in-season growing issues, excess wetness, to how the climate is changing and what that's doing to crop production and to try to help all these systems stay resilient and to adapt and change to these changing conditions. So, yeah, we, you know, we just do everything, weather and climate for everybody, right? <laughs> but, I mean, that's, that's the general idea is there's a wide range of weather and climate issues, work with regional folks and partners to try to share information and help people deal with the wide-ranging set of systems that we have. So this new interactive online freeze date tool did, that uh, you worked with with Purdue, does this show the entire U.S.? Is it just focused on a, a certain section of the United States? We limited it to the mainly the north-central U.S., basically east of the Rockies, and then down to, say, Kansas, Missouri, and then over to uh, Kentucky, Virginia. Uh, and then so north central and northeast U.S. And, and the reason why we limit it to that is the how, how we develop the tool. Uh, we weren't sure it would work as well over in the mountainous areas of the west. Uh, so we kind of avoided that one. And the, the big elevation areas are the problem out there. And then the southern U.S., uh, you know, they don't always freeze in parts of the southern U.S., and or that the, 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 the freeze dates are much more widely varying. So it's a little harder to come up with good information or to pro provide good information. Um, we since we developed it, we've had some folks from the south said, hey, we'd really like to do something. So we're, we're talking with them about how we could extend it down there. But, you know, this really is a, a big focus for again north central U.S., northeast U.S., because those are the areas where you have a growing season that is largely limited by freeze dates, um, last spring freeze, first fall freeze. And then when we say freeze, I say freeze in quotes because we look at different temperatures. Different crops are sensitive to, to different temperatures. So we're trying to assess what is happening in the spring and the fall and then combine those two, what's, what's the overall view of the growing season. So 
Short answer to your question, yes. We're focused on the North Central and Northeast U.S. The data that's available uh, to this point, what is it showing about our freeze date in the area covered by the interactive tool? Or, you know, as you look around, is the first hard freeze date, is that coming sooner? Is it coming later? Is it kind of staying about the same? Uh, what are you seeing? And that's why we did this, is that when, when we talk about the last spring freeze and the first fall freeze, um, generally... The last spring freeze is getting earlier. Generally, the first fall freeze is getting later. But uh, that varies from region to region, uh, how much that is changing. You know, the, the more northern areas are seeing a bigger change in that than, than maybe the central areas a little bit further south. We are seeing changes, but they're not quite as strong as they are further north. Um, and then they're not, the, you know, if you look at the different temperatures, say, you know, the first time we hit 32 versus the third, first time we hit 28. The trend is not always the same among those, even in, at one, one county. And when we're talking about locations, you can get down to a county level. So you can get, that's where we, why we were trying to do this is getting down to a county level. Now, uh, there's going to be variability in that county that we can't always assess because we don't quite always have the data in the detail. You know, like low spots in a county are, are, are not going to maybe track quite the same way. So people will have to adjust them, the things locally. But, uh, you know, the, the, the general idea is it's, it's, you know, spring freezes are getting earlier, fall freezes are getting later. But we're trying to quantify that because when people are talking about crop production and especially more specialty crop kinds of things, uh, people are interested in when those freeze dates are. But the freeze dates are not a static thing. You know, we can do some averages, but there's some changes in those averages. So that's what we're trying to point out to people is how the changes are in your in your area. And people can look at them and then maybe adjust some of their crop production or maybe a crop type or they're thinking about, I want to plant, uh, you know, maybe a, a little bit longer season of some kind. You know, does that make sense? Is that going to happen on a regular basis or I'm going to run into problems with that? That's what we're really trying to head with this. Is this freeze tool geared toward any type of crop in particular, small grain, row crop, you know, tr you know, the different um, specialty crops? Or is freeze date a freeze date and it just applies to any of the crops and how they in particular react to it? Well, we're trying to have a big tent. We want everyone to be involved. <laughs> no, we, we, we don't look at specific crops and that's why we use those different temperatures because different crops are a little bit sensitive to different temperatures uh so you know we didn't we didn't cover every interval we could but we tried to pick as many intervals that had uh like 20 25 28 30 32 35 and 40. so picked a lot of different intervals so you can look at, at you know your county and say you know how, how are these changing the first time or last time that we hit uh, these these events. Uh, and then we didn't tailor to specific crops because that starts getting a, a bit unwieldy. Uh, we're, we're having to rely on, on the user to make that decision or, or make that connection to their own crop. This is just a general, how is the freeze date changing at these locations? And, uh, you know, letting people make, make the decisions or, 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 or interpret from there how they need to for their own crop production issues. Safety in your cattle operation is imperative to not only you, but your cattle as well. From front to back, from tube to chute, AeroQuip cattle chutes go through extensive testing to ensure reliability and safety. With an extremely user-friendly design, you're in for a smooth operation every time. 
AeroQuip cattle chutes are the safe equipment you can trust every step of the way. That's one benefit, but not all. For more information, see Sioux Nation in Fort Pierce, South Dakota. So is this geared more toward researchers and agronomists, or is this tool valuable for, for those groups, but also, I mean, our producers and our people interested in just looking at weather trends? Hopefully, every, everyone gets some use out of it. You know, when, when you're building something online, there's always this problem of, wow, there's a lot of things you really could do with it that would be really cool. But then that makes it very complicated. Um, on the other end, you know, if you simplify it so a wide, you know, an even wider range of people can use it really easily, then somebody might say, gosh, I wish it could do this and this. So we tried to hit a sweet spot in the middle as we could in, in adding things to it, but not making it, uh, you know, in, in not making it too, too uh, you know, not adding too much and making it too complicated. We hope that, you know, people down to a producer level can use it. Certainly crop advisors, CCAs, you know, extension folks uh, are all able to use it. But, you know, even a, uh, you know, even even somebody just has a backyard garden and wants to say, hey, you know, when when am I likely to have a freeze? How have those changed? You know, when is a good time? Should I be planting my tomatoes at this time or should I be waiting? This doesn't tell you in a specific year, but certainly it shows you how those dates are changing over time to say, hey, you know, we used to always think about planting our tomatoes this date. Well, you know, maybe we can go a few days earlier, maybe a week earlier. Obviously, we want we encourage you when you're doing that each year to look ahead at the forecast. But I, I think everyone can find some value. Anyone who has any type of, of, of a green thumb locally or if they're involved in agriculture, I think this would find that they should find use for this. The information in the new uh, online freeze date tool, uh, Dr. Toddy, did we go back to the you know beginning of taking time and temperature or limited by how many you know years and getting information uploaded? How far back can we look? We can look back to, to 1950, 1950 until the present. And the Midwest Regional Climate Center has committed to updating this every year. You know, at the end of the year, they'll add the new freeze dates, so it'll add the new trend information. Now, that doesn't cover all the data that we have. Um, we have, you know, some good local data that goes back to the late 1890s. The problem is that the, the temperature data set that we're using is a gridded temperature data set. That means that it takes point data, you know, taken, you know, maybe a couple places in a county and maybe one place in another county and then kind of creates a grid and then it calculates the data uh, for a county based on the grid points in that county. Before 1950, we didn't have as many stations around. So we can't, you know, we, the, the gridding, they were not confident in this gridded data set before 1950. So, it, you know, if you're at some of these locations, we can get you data going back to the late 1890s and show how the changes occurred over time. But that was the purpose for trying to develop this was to say, we can go anywhere in this region. We can click on a point, we can click on a county, we can get something for that county that gives us a pretty good idea of how the, how the dates have changed over time from this gridded data set. Uh, so 1950 until the present gives you a pretty good idea how things are changed. Um, and if you don't want to look at 1950 to the present, you want to look at the last 10 or 20, 30 years, for example, you can shorten that time period. You can create the graphics for a shorter time period. Uh, so that's the, the real power we have with, with some of these websites now and, and web tools 
is to give you some, you know, some ability to tailor what you're showing. So, you know, that's the great value. You, you can use it, or if you want to use it for showing, you have a master gardener group or something, or you're talking to some other group of producers and want to be able to show that, hey, we can just pull this information off, show how it's happening, and 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 determine that. So so that's thing we want to be really clear. The data is not based on from a single location. We measure data at single locations. You know, say in South Dakota, you know, Pier is is a location. Huron is a location, and we have at least one location in every county. Some counties have multiples, but then you can grid that data out, and then and then accumulate the data for each county to say here's what here's what the changes are in that county based on information from a bunch of different points. You know, we talked about freeze dates. The other piece that is included here is it shows you how the growing season is changing. Uh, there's a graphic in there that, that combines the, the spring and fall freeze dates and shows you the length of the growing season, how that's changing over time. Uh, as you would expect, if your spring freeze is on average getting earlier, your, your fall freeze is getting later, your growing season length is changing. So we have a combination there so you can see how that average growing season is changing over time. So that's that's a really another piece of, of this that, that was really kind of important. How do people go about finding it? Yeah, I can give you the URL, or you can just search um, "freeze frost tool Midwest Regional Climate Center" or something like that, and you should be able to find it. Or you can go to you can search Midwest Regional Climate Center and find it. Or you can search the Midwest Regional Climate Center or the USDA Midwest Climate Hub. We have some more information, description about it on our website and a link to it there. Uh, so all different ways you can find about the tool. So uh, the advantage we have is we have, uh, we actually had did a webinar where we talked about it and you can watch the video of the webinar and, and, and learn about it that way. Or it just we have a, a little bit of information, a direct link to it if you just want to go ahead and play and, and work with it on your own. With Agriculture In-Depth, brought to you by Sioux Nation in Fort Pier and by Kimball Livestock Exchange, I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra.